Hey you. Yes, you. Thanks for tuning in to the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. My name is David Benjamin. I'm your host and the founder of HealthyWildAndFree.com. If you're like me, you understand that health, the mind, body, spirit, heart connection, and living a green, eco-friendly, sustainable lifestyle are some of the most valuable and life-enhancing lessons that we can learn and pass on to our children to live happy and abundant lives. That's why this podcast was created, to help you grow in these areas. If you aren't already subscribed to the newsletter, go to HealthyWildAndFree.com, click the box at the top right-hand corner to get a free copy of our latest ebook, and you will be subscribed to be notified about future podcasts. Thanks for subscribing and tuning in. Enjoy. Hello, podcast listeners. This is David Benjamin from HealthyWildAndFree.com. If you'll bear with me for just a minute, I believe I have a little bit of a hiccup when it comes to technology, once again. Um, Give me one second, and I will hopefully figure this out. For some reason... Hmm... So let me figure this out real quick and see. All right. So let me. Oh, I'm good. Real quick. Okay. Wow, that was unfortunate. Um, kind of a weird intro to my podcast. I was eating celery, and the minute to record came up very quickly. So, um, hey, I'm, I'm a human being, and fortunately, this isn't being broadcasted to millions of people yet. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening into the podcast today. My name is David Benjamin. I'm the host of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. And typically, I don't start the podcast uh, mumbling and jumbling around looking for what the problem is when there is no problem. Um, So uh, today, I'm going to talk about um, kind of New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions, and how you can apply different kind of principles to health and wellness, and how you can use uh, kind of basic psychology and kind of uh, habits and patterns to your advantage in this new year to create a a healthier, happier uh, you in this next year. And I think at the end of every year, we kind of all look back and look forward and kind of see where we are and where we want to go and kind of create those New Year's goals and, and intentions. And a lot of times, unfortunately, nothing changes. Everything kind of stays the same because our approach is the same. So our approach is write down, you know, I'm going to write down my goals and write down, you know, what I want to accomplish this in this coming year. And there's not a lot of really, I guess, introspection and, and uh, really looking at your pattern habits, and which are very important. And understanding what's causing you to take the actions that you take in order to get the results that you achieve in your life. So I want to talk about a little bit about how you can use the end of this year and hopefully in each coming year to your advantage to kind of create a more structured uh, ending to your year and a more structured beginning to the new year because there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of, uh, you know, quote unquote delays. There's a lot of um, procrastination. There's a lot of things that can kind of uh, cause problems and cause you to delay and and not really achieve what you want to achieve in the new year. And uh, along kind of my life journey thus far, I've found certain ways to really just take bigger and more bold steps into the direction of my dreams. 
And uh, it's kind of funny, too, because in certain ways, um, you know, it, it appears that I haven't grown in certain ways. Uh, in, in a, a, like, for example, this year, I made less money than I did last year. And uh, it, so, you know, hypothetically speaking, uh, I wasn't as successful, you know, quote-unquote successful. Um, but that's only one area of, of life is finances. And if I look back in the ways I've grown in other areas of my life, um, you know, re- specifically health, uh, personal growth and development uh, in my relationships and just understanding uh, communication, compassion, empathy, and gratitude specifically, I've grown by leaps and bounds. And for me, that's more fulfilling and rewarding because I've grown as a person as a person. And my wisdom has grown in ways that money really can't buy. Only life experience can teach you. So I want to talk a bit about um, how I kind of am approaching this new year. And just I think it's a great kind of approach overall. So uh, one thing I did was I I looked back on 2013 and I journaled kind of, uh, you know, what I learned and how I, how I grew as a person. So I kind of broke it down into different areas of my life. So... Uh, specifically uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, in my relationships, in my career, and in my overall kind of fulfillment and happiness. And uh, by kind of looking back on the year, I think it's I think it's important not only to look forward because if you're always looking forward to things, you're always you can kind of uh, live in the future. You can kind of uh, uh, live in the future and also not really approach the future with a balanced mindset. You kind of have this contingency mindset where, and I used to do this all the time, I would say, I will do this when blank happens, whatever blank, fill in the blank with me, may be. So I'll live my life based on certain contingencies and live on accomplishing goals and accomplishing dreams based on other contingencies in my life. So I literally uh, uh, stunt my happiness and stunt my personal growth until I had a bunch of money. That was kind of my, that was kind of the way I, the way I viewed things. And I realized that it didn't make a lot of sense to live my life in this kind of uh, linear, singular fashion and when I can just simply choose to be happy and, and have uh, an, a rewarding, fulfilling, abundant life all at one, in one time, at one time and not have, you know, singular things. So for me, it was a journey to kind of understand the balance of those things. And uh, what I did and what I highly recommend that you do is just look back on 2013 and journal how you grew as a person in each area of your life, your mind, your body, your spirit, your emotions, your relationships, your career, your overall uh, fulfillment, your happiness. How did you grow? Maybe you didn't grow in every area or maybe you don't recognize the growth in every, every area. I think we don't recognize the growth in each of those areas because we may not see tangible results or maybe we've had some difficult challenges, but that doesn't mean we didn't learn something from those challenges if we don't, if we look at it from a new perspective. So I think we grow in every area in some way or another. And if we kind of look at those areas and look at those challenges and we really journal this out and write it out and really think about it and, and kind of analyze it in a way like, what, what did I glean from that experience? What did I learn? How did I grow? It allows us to kind of see things in a new perspective which really just gives us a, a better kind of um, a, a better perspective on things that allows us to really extract the value from, from those circumstances and situations, uh, the, specifically the negative ones. And then obviously the positive situations, uh, we obviously we embrace those fully and, and get all the, the, the juicy benefits from those. But um, I really just recommend looking back and journaling on how you know, what, what were the kind of uh, notable experiences of 2013? How did those shape you as a person? How did you grow? What shifted in your mind? What shifted in your body? What shifted in your spirit? What positive habits did you start enacting into your life? Um, what negative habits did you stop uh, subscribing to? What negative beliefs did you stop subscribing to? All these questions, just start asking yourself the questions, like those questions and then similar questions related to those, and find out, really analyze yourself and find out what negative things you let go of and find out what positive things you embraced. And I think by doing that, you're, the great thing about that is you really kind of cement 
the positive aspects of the year and you really just kind of let go and release the negative aspects of the year. And if you did have negative aspects or events or circumstances, it allows you to embrace the positive within those negative circumstances or events because I believe there's a positive in every negative circumstance as long as you're willing to choose to learn from them. So once again, just, just want to emphasize it again, I highly recommend you look back on the year, journal those events, those experiences, those life lessons, and those just kind of overall um, shifts in your life, whatever they may be, on whatever kind of level they may be at. And that helps to kind of uh, align your mindset and align your vision for 2014 or, you know, uh, just kind of align yourself for that new year overall. So um, the great thing about the exercise is it helps you to recognize and appreciate your growth as a human being, as an individual. So if you grew in your health and you grew in your relationships, I think those are two of the most important parts of life is being healthy, feeling great, uh, and having your health and vitality and having uh, rich relationships, uh, amazing relationships that are built on quality and built on value. And uh, both of those things are two of the most amazing things in life. So if you grow in those areas, journal that out, recognize it and appreciate it and have gratitude for those things because whatever you appreciate, appreciates in value and the more gratitude you have for those positive experiences, the more of those you will have in the next year because you're really kind of uh, uh, zoning in and uh, zooming in and focusing on those positive experiences and the more gratitude and appreciation energetically you have for those, the more of those uh, you kind of carry in your life and the more of those you'll carry forward into the coming years. So uh, just, just alone for the recognizing the lessons and appreciating the value and appreciating your growth and what you learned and went through in the past year, it's, it's worth summing up. You're closing a chapter in the book of your life. Uh, every year is a new chapter and to, to kind of close that chapter well as opposed to just try to do something new but not appreciate the, the old, uh, there's not a great transition. It's, it's going to be a much rougher transition. So um, I highly recommend that. So now after you've done that exercise, this is something I did recently, and it's a really fun exercise kind of to do back-to-back with this journaling exercise because I think a lot of people, like I said, kind of have go- uh, goals and intentions and all these things they want to do in the new year, uh, and specifically for health, which is huge too because people want to, you know, they want to lose weight, they want to drop they want to burn fat and, you know, build a muscular physique and eat healthier and do all these things. But if we're not realizing how we've grown in the past year in those ways, it's going to be very hard to to drastically change overnight. But if we see how we've changed in the past year, those positive changes, and we recognize what we've done that's benefited us in our lives – it's much easier to say, oh, well, I did this last year. Now I can take this next step in this coming year. So it's uh, what, what, I, what I call it is, and, and the way I kind of approach it, is just future journaling. So most times we journal about the past. So that whole exercise of journaling about 2013 is journaling about your growth in the past year. Now I recommend journaling about the future. And this exercise is, is really, really, really fun and really enjoyable because it allows you to entertain your imagination and to create something out of thin air uh, that is extraordinary and is the vision of your dream life. And the cool thing about that is when you experiment with visualizing those things mentally, you're stimulating your mind, you're stimulating your, your, your pineal gland, your third eye, you're stimulating uh, your vision, you're stimulating all these positive things within your mind, body, spirit, being that helps you to resonate and, and believe and think and feel on that level of that vision. So it just connects you with that physical reality faster when you, when you uh, ink it you know, in a journal, when you future a journal, when you write in your journal about how your future year is gonna look. And uh, basically what you do with this kind of future journaling is you just journal what this next year will look like in each of those areas. So mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationships, career, fulfillment. You know, basically the whole mind, body, spirit, being we call you when you're future journaling, just like you journaled in the past year, how, how your year kind of, uh, how you grew and how, how things were kind of the positive aspects of that. Now you're taking that and you're working it into your future journaling and then you're envisioning 
the lifestyle, the dream, the vision, the relationships, the health, the vitality, the career, the fulfillment, the abundance, the traveling, the philanthropy, whatever it may be, your, your future journalizing, your future writing that into the future, your, your uh, projecting that into 2014. Um, and the great thing about that experience and the great thing about that approach is, is you're really creating a strong vision that you hold in your mind's eye. And when you hold that vision in your mind's eye and you, you write it out in a journal, literally like it's a movie script. I mean, you're writing something like it's a movie script, like it's a story. You're telling the story of your life in the future. You're, you're activating and creating a, you're creating an activating room for growth. You're creating an activating room for expansion. You're creating an activating room for uh, abundance and greatness in each of those areas that you feel are important in your life. And for me, like I said, health and relationships are two of those areas, as well as kind of career fulfillment, doing work I'm passionate about, doing work that I feel is serving the greater good of, of everyone I serve, as well as in my own life. My work is serving others in a very high, highly valuable way and it's serving me. That's very fulfilling to me. Uh, so finding those kind of main kind of key areas you want to grow in and expand upon and, and have more abundance, it may be every area of your life. I hope it is. But really just focusing on those key areas and that future journaling is important because then you can kind of visualize that on a stronger level and, and see it through. So for me, in my journal, I wrote kind of like the kind of lifestyle I want to live. Uh, the, I even wrote down to the specific detail. You know, I want to live in this type of place. I want to eat this type of food. I want to uh, do these types of things in my free time. This is the kind of work I want to be doing. You know, there's like a few areas of work, part of it being healthy while I'm free, Part of it being another uh, passion adventure of mine, and really just visualizing that. You know, part of part of that future journaling was traveling uh, to these specific places. You know, I, ha I have everything drawn out, and I and I have that picture and that vision in my mind's eye, so I know what my future looks like before it even happens because I visualized what that what I want that to be. And the cool thing about these two exercises is the past journaling experience. So when you journal about the past year. You're really just kind of summing and wrapping that up and in, 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 into a gift for the future year. You're wrapping up the uh, recognition of the lessons you've learned. You're wrapping up the appreciation, the gratitude, and the growth. And you're taking that the, the cream of the crop of the year before, and then you're funneling that, and you're kind of channeling it into the next year's growth, and then just kind of blowing it up and making it even larger and more extravagant and more abundant and fulfilling. And, and really just adding fuel to the fire of what you, the kind of growth uh, that you're already kind of experiencing in your life. So um, the, the great thing about these two exercises and this main big picture exercise is that by journaling in the past and journaling in the future, the bridge in between those two is what I'm going to call the quote-unquote now bridge. And when you're journaling the past and journaling the future, one thing that you're doing by doing both of these exercises is you're writing about the past and the future, and by doing this, you have to be present, you have to be in the now. So you realize where you're coming from, and you realize where you're going, and by writing that out in the now, right, right now, today, you're, you're creating a bridge from the past to your future, and you're the glue between those two. You're the bridge. And those two exercises really help to kind of awaken the mind, awaken the body, and awaken the spirit, and awaken your heart and your vision and your purpose and your value and all these different things and align them so that they're working for you as opposed to against you. And when you start doing that, uh, and, and you can do this more often, but definitely do the past year and the future year, you're creating a new vision for your life. You're creating, you're creating a new life because what you think, feel, and believe becomes your reality. And by think, feeling, thinking, feeling, believing the value from the past and then taking that and then seeing the future and thinking, feeling, and believing from our positive thinking future, you're just that glue. You're just that connection point. You're just that bridge to a brighter, more abundant, happy, healthier future. So think it and, uh, and, and write it in a story format for the future, just like a movie script, like I said, and you're, you're telling the story of your future year. That's what's so fun about it. You're literally writing out what you want your future year to look like. 
And uh, the more vivid the details, the more vivid your imagination, the more vivid every single detail is. What are you eating? Uh, where are you working out? What type of exercise are you doing? Uh, what type of job or business or career are you working in? Uh, how much money are you making? How, how often are you traveling? How often are you seeing the important people in your lives? And when are you seeing them? And how is your relationship with them? Uh, how are you giving to your community? How are you giving to the world? How are you? Uh, what what uh, project or book or music or art or uh, business idea or whatever it may be are you holding on to that you've been wanting to express and share with the world that you've had a fear of either the success of that working or the fear of the failure of that or just the fear of the unknown, the fear of the unknown outcome that you've been holding on to that when you release that into the world, something positive and great happens regardless of the outcome. What are you holding on to? Write that down in the journal. Write down what you've been holding on to and what you plan on and believe and and see physically in your mind's eye or visually, physically, visually, kind of the same thing. What do you see visually in your mind's eye that releasing of that into the, into the world? Uh, I think that's so powerful because I think we're all holding on to ideas. We're all holding on to beliefs. We're all holding on to um, just little smidgens of hope that give us that, you know, uh, grand vision of our lives and, and that new kind of fulfilling purpose-driven uh, career path or purpose-driven uh, value-adding kind of lifestyle. And the more we kind of withhold and use our beliefs against us, the more we use doubt, the more we use uh, fear, the more we kind of entertain these ideas, the, le- the more it restricts us in really accomplishing and achieving our greatness. And it holds us back from even doing simple things like this exercise I'm sharing. Doubt, fear, disbelief, uh, anxiety, uh, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of what if it does work, all these things. As you've been listening to this podcast, maybe you've been hearing these two exercises, but, uh, you know, I would do that, but, you know, I already failed at this before, or this already happened, or I don't know anything about how to do this or that, or how to, I don't know anything about eating healthy, I don't know anything about uh, being in a happy relationship, every relationship I've been in my life has failed. I don't know anything about being successful in a career because all I've been able to do is work in retail or work as a server or work as, you know, whatever. When you doubt yourself like that, the only thing you do is limit your growth, limit your mind, body, spirit, growth and expression, and it only limits your ability to grow as a human being. So I highly recommend just doing this exercise. It's very simple. Write how you've grown in the past year and write how you envision your future year. By doing that, you're bridging the gap between your past and your future. It gets you present in this now moment, and it allows you to see everything in a very balanced, very holistic perspective, which allows you to take the right steps, the perfect steps, the guided steps to create a thought process, an emotional process, a feeling process, and a belief process on a day-to-day basis to create the positive, healthy habits even if they're small, to create changes that are positive, that create those bigger momentum shifts in weeks, months, and years. So it's very important to understand how important these little things are. Be very detail-oriented. Be very uh, kind of analytical about these things because when you see that close to something, the value of something, you can see the short-term value and you can see the long-term value, and it allows you to kind of take that previous year and morph it into the future, and you're kind of that magician that, that creates that. So it's a beautiful thing once you understand how the exercise works and you use it. I've already journaled kind of my past year and my future year, and I have a very the clearest vision I've ever had for my life before, and uh, I can tell you in vivid detail kind of the, the place I live, uh, what I eat, what I do for a living, how my time is spent, the people I positively impact, uh, you know, you listening to this being part of that group of people, uh, the work that I do, the, you know, all these different things, it's a very vivid vision. And my imagination, it allows your imagination to run wild, to create uh, the life of your dream in your mind's eye before it is, is in a physical kind of reality outside of you. So, but it has to start in your mind's eye. Nothing outside of you happens without the inside shift and change. So imagining that and, and writing it out, inking it on paper is very, very important. 
So uh, one thing I recommend, too, is just to read that future vision over and over and over again. So uh, the power of intention is incredible. If you use the power of intention to your advantage, it allows you to, it allows you to really create a lot of positive shifts in your life uh, simply by visualizing that vision over and over again. And the cool thing about that, uh, that future journaling is that when you have that future vision, simply by reading that journal entry over and over and over again every single day is just really putting that vision into your mind stronger and stronger and stronger. It's amplifying the hell out of it. And what that's doing is creating a stronger frequency, a stronger resonance, a stronger vibration, a stronger uh, energy towards attracting that into your life. And I can tell you story after story after story after story of events and things in my life that I had no idea would happen and I was doubting or I was I didn't know how this would turn out. But out of nowhere, because of my belief that something would work out, something what seems to be magical happened. But it's not magic. It's simply believing and knowing what's going to happen and how the outcome is going to turn out. And if you fully believe it with everything inside of your being, it's going to happen. And uh, I like that something that Lisa Nichols says. Uh, if you aren't familiar with Lisa Nichols, uh, L Lisa, you know, L-I-S-A, Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S. She has a video on YouTube that I highly recommend you watch. It's called Questions That Stir the Soul. And Lisa Nichols is the, the speaker. And it's just an amazing video. And she says something really kind of powerful that's kind of stuck with me uh, ending this year. And that kind of line is, I believe it's only six words. And it's everything is better than you imagined or everything is better than you imagine it to be. So if you can imagine something, if you can envision something so grand, so amazing, that it's just unbelievable, uh, and then believe on top of that that everything is, a, is better than you imagine it to be, how, how powerful is that dream and how powerful is that vision? How, how, how healthy would you be? How positive and, and great would your relationships be? How fulfilling would your career be? How, how inspiring would your work be? How... How inspired, passionate, happy, and abundant, and, and healthy would you be on a day-to-day -day basis? I mean, imagine the greatest you could possibly possibly be in every day of your life, and then to believe on top of that, to layer a belief that everything is better than you imagined it to be, that just really just kind of adds another layer of, 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 of that actually happening in your life, because you believe everything is going to turn out better than you imagine it to be. So if you imagine it to be great, and you, you really truly believe that's going to turn out better, the minimum you'll come up with is, the, is a grand, amazing life with all these kind of goals and intentions aligning in a very positive way for you to serve in a, in a highly positive way for the world as a whole, too. So the thing to understand, too, is that when you kind of play, when you play half-assed, when, when you play half there, half, you know, when one foot's on the sideline, one foot's in the game, uh, when, you're, when you're kind of uh, approaching life with, oh, you know, oh, maybe I'll try it out, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that, when you, when you aren't committed to something, when you aren't fully into something, you're only serving and only going to see a minimal amount of outcome, a minimal output from that input. Whatever you put into something is what you get out of it. So the more energy, the more attention, the more vivid detail, the more imagination you put into this journaling past and journaling future exercise, the more you're going to get out of it. I promise you that. What, what, you, what you bring to one thing is what you bring to everything. What I mean by that is the way you approach one thing is the way you approach everything in life. So if you have a kind of half-assed mentality or a half-assed kind of approach to things, and you half-ass this whole journaling exercise, your next year is going to be a half-assed kind of year. And I don't think anyone wants to live a half-assed kind of year. So I highly recommend just taking it really seriously and, and really uh, fully fulfilling uh, fully kind of engaging in this exercise of the past and the future journaling because it's really going to help your vision and your mindset and your belief systems and your belief structure and your emotions and your and literally every aspect of your being that is important to you growing as an individual just by journaling the past and the future. So I'm going to move on from that because it's kind of, I think, hit the point home. But uh, So the, the other thing that I think is really important in this new year and just starting right now is to observe your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs. Because your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs 
are what create the actions that you take. So everything comes from the inside world. Everything, everything on your outer exterior life is a byproduct of an internal thought, an internal feeling, an internal emotion, or an internal belief. And until your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs change, nothing in your outer world changes. It's, it's, I'm not going to say the word impossible, but it's nearly impossible. It's nearly not going to happen or something, I don't know. Uh, so it's nearly, it's nearly impossible, I guess I'll say, because your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs are what create the action, are what create the movement, are what create the, uh, the resonance, are what create the connection to the universe. Everything in your inner world creates your outer world. It's like a seed. Every, it's like when you put a seed into the dirt, you put the seed into the dirt, and you, you have the seed, the soil, and the water, and the sunshine. Think of your seed as like your thoughts. You put your thoughts into the soil, and the soil is the environment of your thoughts, and your thoughts are your beliefs. Your beliefs continuously form your thoughts, and then you water it with some feelings, and then you put some sunshine on it, which are your emotions, and your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs, the seed, water, soil, and sun, are what create that plant and what creates the growth. Now, if I were to take away the seed and you just had soil, water, and sunshine, nothing's going to grow. If I were to take away the soil, you just had the seed, the water, and the sunshine, nothing's going to grow. If I took away the sunshine and you just had the seed, the water, and the soil, nothing's going to grow. If I take away one aspect of any of these four aspects, nothing's going to grow or it's going to grow very, very slow. But when I have positive habits, when, or excuse me, when I have positive Thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions, or beliefs, excuse me. Wow. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs. When I have a positive thought, feeling, emotion, belief process on a day-to-day basis, what happens is it allows for an environment. It's all about the environment. It allows for an environment and an, and an ecosystem for that seed to grow to its highest potential to yield its highest results as quickly as possible. So if you want to grow quickly and you want to see fast, positive changes in your life, your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs are the four most important areas to address, analyze, and completely, radically change in order to see those positive outcomes. So the thing that I recommend doing is to observe your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs on a day-to-day basis. Whenever you're feeling, and it's mostly about feelings because I believe your feelings, kind of your feelings and emotions, your feelings turn into emotions, which turn into beliefs which kind of just create more thought patterns that kind of circle around in your head over and over. So your feelings and emotions, I think, are the kind of pinnacle of the four. And when you, when you address how you're feeling and you address, uh, and then I would say beliefs as well, so kind of how you feel your emotions and your beliefs, when you address those things and you realize that I don't feel good, uh, I'm choosing to not feel good, I'm choosing to feel sick, I'm choosing to be lazy, I'm choosing to feel feel uh, defeated, I'm choosing to feel like a victim, I'm choosing to feel all these negative aspects that you hold on to, and then you start to believe those things. Ah, I'm a victim. Ah, I got screwed over, I didn't get that job because of X, Y, and Z, or, or, oh, you know, that relationship broke up because, you know, of the belief that I'm not worthy to be in a relationship, or the belief that, uh, or, or an egotist, an ego-based belief that, you know, I'm, I'm better than, you know, anyone I could ever be in a relationship with. That's my belief. So every time you get into a relationship, that ego, that, that ever-loving, beautiful ego just breaks everything apart because it's so imbalanced that it's, it's repulsive to whoever you're in a relationship with. So your thoughts, your feelings and beliefs are really kind of the two pinnacle points. And when you start to change your feelings and emotions towards things, when you don't get emotionally charged over negative things that happen in life, when you turn off the news and turn on a podcast, and when you turn off the news and read a book, uh, your thoughts and feelings begin to change. Your emotions begin to change. Your beliefs begin to change. And when all these small changes begin to take place, it allows for the growth of small micro habits to take place on a day-to-day basis that allow for a more positive, healthier, happier, uh, more abundant more relational, more compassionate, just more fulfilled version of you. So if you want to upgrade yourself, if you want to upgrade yourself to the 2.0 version this next year, I recommend changing your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs and being very cognizant, being very mindful of what you're thinking, feeling, and believing. Because if you're mindful of those things, you can begin to 
shift those patterns and shift those thoughts and create something that has a net positive effect simply by being more aware and mindful. So be more aware and mindful. That's a huge way to skip out on a lot of pain and suffering and a lot of wasted time is to simply be more mindful of those little things going on inside your head and inside your body and inside your spirit and inside your heart and realize how to transfer that negative energy into positive energy faster. Because when you can shift your feelings, your emotions, your beliefs like that over and over and over again, you can snap out of that negative pattern, that negative space that you're in and create something positive and then jump right into the fast lane of uh, positive, <laughs> positive life again. So um, there's a few things I'm going to talk about in regards to health because this is mainly a health podcast, but it's really about growing in your mind and your body and your spirit and being more connected on a, on a heart-to-heart level, uh, feeling, believing, and doing work and serving the world in a way that benefits you, that benefits the world, and, and just doing, doing things that matter, being a high-quality, high-value person, choosing to consciously grow, choosing to be mindful of things, choosing to own your shit. That's another thing. I just read an article the other day, and a lot of times we don't own our shit. We just simply don't own our shit. We, we will sweep our shit under the rug. If someone calls us out on our shit, we tell them it's their shit. Uh, there's a lot of shit. It takes a lot of guts to own your own shit. And when you do that and when you're more mindful of that and when you look at yourself and you look at changing yourself, life is much more rewarding and much more fulfilling and it's much easier and there's less suffering and less pain because your growth happens sooner. Your growth is easier. There's more ease and more, more, um, more ease. There's just more ease to life. And uh, by doing that, it's amazing how things can change very quickly just by simply being mindful and choosing that. So there's a few positive habits I'm going to talk about because I fully believe, and this is the reason I created Healthy Wild Free, is to teach health and wellness and how to use health and wellness as a vehicle to kind of unlock the mind, body, spirit of our, of our entire being to do work that's fulfilling to us, to, to have relationships that are fulfilling and rewarding, to have a life that's fulfilling and rewarding, to be happier, to be healthier, to be wiser. Everything stems from, I believe, being healthier. And when we aren't being healthy and we aren't giving our bodies uh, energetic fuel that's full of nutrients, full of vitality, full of life, we're just robbing our mind, our body, our spirit, our career, our relationships. We're robbing every aspect of our lives simply by choosing to feed our body junk. And when we stop feeding our body junk, when we start believing we're worthy, believing, believe, understanding our value and start to love ourselves again, love ourselves, what we do is we create, we create a new, in, kind of a new enlightening within ourselves. And I'm not saying enlightening and that I'm enlightened and you're not or you're enlightened and I'm not. I'm saying that in the way of that we are all enlightened in one way or another and that enlightening within us begins to kind of flicker when we when we become healthy, when we become when we feed our body health, when we feed our body these foods that are amazing for kind of making the body work in the way it's supposed to, aligning our, our, our brain chemistry, aligning our heart and our brain, aligning aligning our chakras, aligning our energy fields, aligning all these things. And when you align these things, you're creating an environment, an ecosystem within your body that really allows for all these other positive shifts and changes to happen and take place and occur in your life simply by choosing to feed your body health, to feed your body nutrition, to feed your body live foods, to feed your body uh, things that foods, plants, herbs, essential oils, uh, all these different things that feed your mind, body, and spirit as opposed to just uh, eating food that just you know feeds your body's cravings but doesn't necessarily feed your mind or your spirit or your body in the long run. It's just a short-term fix. So there's a few habits that I highly recommend you become mindful of, become conscious of in this new year that I think if you just start doing these simple little things, it could change your whole life in this new year because these little shifts in my life have made a drastic difference in how I feel, the energy I have, my health, and in the work that I do. And for those reasons alone, these are worth doing, but all the other benefits, I could go on and on, but I'll just share these benefits with you and close the podcast and wish you guys a happy new year um, because I, I, 
got a lot of stuff to do and I want to kind of get through this list and, and uh, keep this podcast a little bit shorter. But the first thing I recommend doing is just in this new year is to just drink more water and drink less of everything else. When you drink, when your body is 75% water uh, and you're dehydrated and you're not eating live fruits and vegetables, which are, you know, going to be hydrating for you, uh, and you're eating dried foods or snacks or canned, bagged, boxed foods, all this kind of stuff, you're definitely dehydrated. So uh, by drinking more water, uh, that's just going to help your body work better. You're going to have more of that uh, flow, because that's what water does. It's flow. It's it's blood flow. It's circulation. It's it's uh, keeping the joints healthy. It's keeping your heart healthy. It's keeping your digestive system healthy. It's keeping your brain and your brain chemistry healthy. It's doing all these different things uh, simply by drinking more water. So just drink more water and make sure to drink water that is either purified or spring water or ionized or something. Just don't drink tap water because tap water has acetylene, fluoride, chlorine, heavy metal toxicity, traces from local drugs, uh, pathogens, you name it, the list goes on and on. I recommend drinking purified water, and if you go to healthywildandfree.com, I actually found a pitcher that is uh, under 100 bucks. It's only 70 bucks, I believe, and it removes fluoride, chlorine, and heavy metals, which is an amazing deal. It's the cheapest purification water filter I've found, and just drinking some high-quality water is a great step in the right direction for improving your health in this new year. Um, so if you go to healthywildandfree.com, and in the search box, uh, you can search for uh, water pitcher. Or if you just go to bit, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash clearly, C-L-E-R, clear, C-L-E-R-L-Y, clearly, filtered, F-I-L-T-E-R-E-D, bit.ly, bit dot L-Y slash clearly filtered. That'll take you directly to the website. But I highly recommend you go to healthywallet.com and find the article and the video that talk about purification of water and this water pitcher and that kind of thing. Um, because drinking healthy, pure water is a great step in the right direction for your health and it's just going to help your thought process. It's going to help you be more cognizant, cog- uh, cognitively aware. It's going to help you kind of be more mindful of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and your beliefs as well. Because when you have more water and when you're hydrated, you're not as lackadaisical. You're more awake, uh, alert, and aware uh, when you're hydrated. So that's the first thing I recommend doing in the new year. Just on a day-to-day basis, make sure you're drinking enough water. If you're thirsty, drink water. If you're drinking soda or energy drinks or coffee or teas all the time, just start drinking more water and drinking less of those things. So, you know, stop the fruit juice, stop the, you know, unless it's like fresh squeezed every once in a while, fruit juice and vegetable juice is great. And I would recommend vegetable juice over fruit juice overall, but uh, just drink more water. It's very simple. Make sure it's healthy, pure water. And on healthywildandfree.com, I have some more advice and information on that. The second tip I recommend for the new year is to get to sleep earlier. Our circadian rhythms, which are the kind of awake sleep rhythms in our body that uh, have to do everything with temperature, uh, hormone regulation, energy levels, serotonin, melatonin, uh, all these different things, uh, and the the physical repair of the body as well, uh, are very uh, optimized when you simply choose to get to sleep earlier. Um, when we sleep with the sun and rise with the sun, or you know, go to sleep when it kind of becomes dark and wake up when light, when it's become light, uh, our sleep cycles and our health and we just feel better, look better, and operate much better. It's, it's amazing how much better I feel and uh, the, the different kind of shifts that have happened in my life simply by choosing to go to sleep early and wake up earlier. I, I recommend getting to bed before 10 o'clock or right at, at or around 10 o'clock and, uh, you know, waking up whenever you wake up, basically. Um, but 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is really that key time for your hormone optimization, for your phys- the physical recovery of your body. So if you're working out or exercising uh, and you're going to sleep late, it's going to be harder for your body to recover. Uh, so getting sleep early will help with that as well. Um, your hormones, your circadian rhythm, your body temperature, uh, different organs and glands and, and rhythms within your body will be highly beneficially served by simply going to sleep earlier and waking up earlier. And you're going to feel better, look better, recover faster, and it's just better for your health overall. So I highly recommend that. The third tip that I have in the new year is to eat more fruits and vegetables. It's a very simple message. There's a lot of people that have diet advice, you know, eat paleo, eat vegan, eat vegetarian, eat fruitarian, eat pescatarian. 
none of those diets are necessarily going to be beneficial for all people because we all have different uh, bio-individuality, we all have different genetic code, we're all genetically predisposed differently to things, we all have we all react to food differently, we all have food sensitivities, our immune systems react differently to food. There's so many variables and things that take place when it comes to your diet and what you eat. But I, I really believe that just simply eating more vegetables and fruits are is some of the most sound diet advice anyone could ever possibly give you. Because if you're eating more vegetables and fruits, you're going to eat less of whatever else you're eating and you're just simply going to be healthier. It's as simple as that. Um, and there's a great, I did a podcast called The Best Diet Advice You'll Ever Hear. If you're looking to lose weight or more specifically lose fat in the new year, go listen to that podcast, The Best Diet Advice You'll Ever Hear, because that will really help you out uh, as far as diet advice is concerned and, um, you know, losing that or really getting rid of that excess fat in the new year. Um, but really just eat more fruits and vegetables and that's, that's going to help you out a lot. The final habit that I recommend is going to the gym. Uh, going to work out, working out in, in one way or another, walking, uh, uh, sprinting, uh, calisthenics, bar workouts, chin-ups, pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, uh, do a little bit of everything, uh, you know, walking, uh, sprinting, um, pull-ups, chin-ups, push-ups, crunches, you know, whatever, squats. Do something to move your body. Uh, if you can, and these four tips are all based on the what I feel is the most important things for your health overall. Drinking more water, eating more healthy food, fruits and vegetables primarily, getting to sleep earlier so your sleep patterns are healthy and your hormones are healthy and optimized, and then moving through exercise. Those four tips are the the best things you can do for your health in the new year. They're simple. They, you know, it's not hard to do. You just, it's very simple. Um, and you can start very small with each of them. So, if you want to create new, positive, healthy habits in the new year, maybe with drinking more water, just decide to carry a glass water bottle. Get a glass uh, bottle of kombucha and then put your water in there from, from the pitcher on healthywellnessy.com so you have purified water. And then just carry that with you throughout the day, wherever you go. Bring it in your car, bring it to work, bring it to, you know, wherever. So you always have some extra water or a second water bottle. So you have a second water bottle that's prime, preferably in glass because you want to drink out of glass as opposed to other things that's just healthiest for you overall. Um, for not, you know, having BPAs and things like that leaking the water from plastic. So uh, just start small. Just start by bringing a water bottle more often with you wherever you go. Um, if you're getting to sleep at noon or 1 a.m. right now, just start by getting to bed at 11.30 and then 11.15 and then 11 o'clock and then 10.30 and then 10. Make small steps in the right direction. Uh, if you're not eating enough fruits and vegetables right now, start by adding one vegetable a day. Just buy, start buying broccoli or start buying celery or romaine lettuce or tomatoes and add one of those each day. Just add a little bit each day and then add a fruit each day. Now you're eating one fruit and one vegetable more each day and that's going to be one you know, bag of chips or one whatever you're eating less each day from the junk food category and now you're starting to transition to more into healthy food. Uh, if you don't go to the gym right now or you don't work out, just start by going once a week. It's not that hard to go to the gym once a week. Make it one day every single week uh, maybe your day off work on, on Saturday or, you know, Friday night or whatever it may be, just one day a week. Go and walk, go and, you know, move your body, try new things out, be open-minded at the gym and try new things out. Move your body, uh, kind of move your, you know, flexibility, get your muscles moving, activate that movement and kind of growth and just start by going one day a week. It's simple. So if you can make these little positive habits, you know, drinking more water, having a water bottle with you, getting to sleep earlier by slowly moving uh, your time schedule of sleeping down to 10 p.m. Uh, so you can just add one fruit or one vegetable a day and then add the other uh, each day. And then uh, going to the gym, walking, or just start by walking around your neighborhood. You don't need to go to the gym and buy a gym membership. Just start by walking around the block. Start by walking around your whole neighborhood. Then, start, you know, and then uh, on my iPod Nano, what I do is I track on um, the Nike Fitness app how many steps I've taken, how far I've walked. So yesterday I walked um, 2.3 miles, which is, you know, pretty good for a Michigan winter. Just, you know, that's, that's all right. And that was what I tracked for the walking. So I obviously walked a bit more throughout the day, you know, in my home. But um, it's really simple. I mean, when you start to, to, to create little habits like that, it becomes much easier to be healthier when you just take little steps, when you just do little things. So I recommend doing those four things, drinking more water, getting to sleep earlier, eating more fruits and vegetables, and going to the gym. Uh, just start doing each of those 
or kind of taking those things to the next level in your life. Uh, maybe you've been drinking enough water, but you're drinking tap water. It's time to upgrade and get a water pitcher that purifies the water because that's going to be much healthier for you in the long run. And like I said, healthywildandfree.com, I have information on that. If you just search uh, water pitcher, how to remove chlorine and fluoride from drinking water uh, on my website, healthywildandfree.com. Uh, and it's re- it's really comes down to a choice. You know, I can I can you know recommend all these different things. Journaling, the journaling exercise, I think is great. It's very powerful. I think that the uh, exercise of um, you know kind of seeing the past and the future is very powerful for, for the imagination. The understanding and being mindful of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs is very powerful because it provides you the ability to really create whatever it is, whatever habits you want in your life, which ultimately create the outcome of your life. So basically the internal habits of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and beliefs, those are all habits too. So when you start changing those internal habits, the external habits are easier to change because they align with your beliefs, they align with your thoughts, they align with how you feel. And if how you feel is like working out and if how you feel is eating healthy and you believe that you can do it and your thoughts say, yes, go for it, and all that internal stuff aligns, the external choices become easier and easier and easier. And before you know it, you're eating practically 100, you know, 80, 90% healthy. You're going to the gym. You're in great shape. You feel great. You look great. And, and then you start to open up to other areas of your life that you may have not been open to before. Maybe a new career, a new job, a new business, a new relationship. All these things kind of open up, I, I feel, I believe, personally, when your health and those things kind of shift. So I hope this information has been valuable to you. I really appreciate you and your time listening to this podcast. I do my best to, to bring the most value, as much value packed in, in an hour or less each time I have a podcast. And I really sincerely hope you've, uh, you've gotten a lot from this. If you could take a few minutes of your time to go to iTunes and type in Healthy, Wild, and Free, and then just leave a review on my podcast. That would be the best holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah gift, whatever you want to call it, gift for the new year uh, that I could possibly get. I really would like to get more reviews and more listeners to this podcast on iTunes. And uh, once again, thanks a lot for your time. If you aren't subscribed to the Healthy, Wild, and Free newsletter uh, and, you, and you really are enjoying these podcast episodes and you want to see more of the work that I do, uh, I'm going to be doing more interviews. I'm actually going to be having an interview coming up uh, talking about the healing power of sound and harmonics. It's absolutely fascinating, incredible, and uh, amazing. It's, it's, it's super unique. No one's talking about this, so I can't wait to, to share this podcast with you guys. I believe that will be the next podcast, if not the one after that. Um, so I will see you in the next podcast episode. Make sure to go to healthywellandfree.com. On the right-hand side, just scroll down a little bit and enter your name and email in the form and hit uh, sign up, submit that form, and you'll be subscribed to my newsletter. So I'll send you each new episode and videos and articles and and different tips on health, wellness, uh, saving money in your health and wellness, eco-friendly, green living, uh, spirituality interviews, all this kind of stuff. So subscribe to the newsletter, and I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for your views, your time, and I will see you in the next episode. Happy New Year.